Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Nope. Coming to America. Coming oh, to America, okay. there's the whole joke about the, the McDonald's. The guy is uh, McDowell's. McDowell's. There's actually a uh, sandwich shop in the new in the new revamped Boulevard Mall. Dubway. <laughs> Dubway, man. <laughs> Do they play EDM while you make your sandwich? I uh, didn't actually go in it. I uh, dub just music? saw it from across the way. Well, it's not worth a while until the beef drops. Dubway D. Let the beef drop. I was looking at the Hamburger Museum, so I was across the way from it. There's a restaurant called Hamburger Museum? Hamburger. Lonnie Hamburger. Oh, Lonnie Hamburger Museum. Okay. I want to go to the Hamburger Museum. I was like, what fucking restaurant is this? Come to McDougal's or the Hamburger Museum. You can buy antique fucking hamburgers. You know, I bet there's a museum <laughs> in Hamburg, so that would be the Hamburger Museum. Welcome to the Hamburg Museum. And then go across the street and watch Lonnie Hammergren eat a burger. Mm. <laughs> but, Paul, you would go to it if it was the Neil Hamburger Museum. I would. You'd be like, oh, my God, you're my favorite should, comedian. I would love it. Really was, uh, uh, was it Howie Hamburger? Was a, there was a... Mm-hmm. It was Howie Hamburger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank okay. you. That was... That was uh, um, Oh, now I can't come up with his real Do name. Do you know Howie Hamburger? No, it was in Howie Hamburger, one of PB. You from- grind up a cow. Oh! <laughs> nah, I fell right into that one. Wow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy Taylor. Yeah. I'm just going to walk right into this. <laughs> oh, Hello. Hello, I'm Andy Taylor. Tonight I'll be your Gracie. <laughs> I'll actually be your George. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 265. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. All the dicks. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Yeah, I'm Fact Jake Dandy. And we're here. here we can be. Oh, the grace you got me. All right. <laughs> uh, before we begin, I want to read the email that we received, gentlemen. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, email. Uh, hey, guys. Thought I'd toss my thoughts out on the Ubisoft uh, Assassin's Creed Unity release debacle. I was talking about it with a co-worker, and we think it has to do with how the game media is distributed. When games were not installed to a device, they were run directly from a disc or cartridge. The completed product had to be just that, completed. There was no option to patch or update, so now with all games installed to your device and running from there, it is less of a problem to fix bugs after releases. This means the companies making the games can spend less time slash money on the quality assurance, since they can fix it later and just push out a patch. Also, a quick thanks for reading my last email and giving me some hobby suggestions. I'm giving oh, this guy. Yep, I'm giving some card deck building games and trying out some different tabletop games, and, and I'm enjoying it so far. Also, I've gone from owning no comic books to having around fifty to sixty of them now, including Saga, Southern Bastards, Scalp, Sex Criminals, to name a few. Yeah. Damn, it feels good to be a geek. Thanks, Jeff. Congratulations! Yeah. All right, you win. So, wow, Jeff, you could have just said it right <laughs> here on the I, cast. I, I, I you could didn't have to write an email. You so know, Jeff, we Jeff, actually have another letter too when you're done there. So Jeff, thanks for uh, thanks for writing in. And yeah, you're definitely right that that is part of the problem that it's all install based because it's been a problem with PC games for the longest. Time. Another piece of the puzzle comes into play. And people forget there were a lot of broken games back when even like Nintendo when you had the cartridge based systems. You know, there were some damn broken some, games. Yeah, that that would never ever get fixed. LJN baby. So. <laughs> It's 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 one of those situations you kind of have to take the good with the bad. It's like 
the the possibility of having a game that can be repaired and or upgraded versus releasing something that is just garbage and is never going to get better. Sure, it's a combination. They're slave yeah. to the release date. Right. And then, but also if the game is broken, you're not stuck with a broken game. Hopefully they'll eventually fix it. Exactly. So, so you're right. There is a, it's, a yin it's, and yang to that. Yes. It's twofold. So, and uh, we actually, I, I forgot to show you this. We had a, a letter from uh, Randy on the uh, the Facebook page and says, What's Randy uh, got to say? Per your discussion, I just watched Blowfield's Death by Chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch his line as he was picked up by the helicopter? Mr. Bond, Mr. Bond, we can do a deal. I'll buy you a delicatessen in stainless steel. And then he says, huh? What? What is all this about? So... Anyway, this is Randy. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, I, I didn't catch any of that. So I, I have the box set up there. I'm going to have to break that out now. And I just saw it recently, too, because it was on... Um, uh, Did he rhyme Encore, like a Whoville character all I, of a sudden? I, I he don't turned know. into Dr. Seuss? I hope so. Well, Mr. I, Bond, Mr. Bond, <laughs> we can make a deal. Well, I'll I mean, buy you a delicatessen. I remember the scene, steel. and he's like panicking and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if they just had whoever was doing the, the recording for the voice. just Please do not drop like, me down the chimney so dark. I'll fall and I'll claw and I'll clibbity clark all the way down to the furnace below. And there I will die. No, 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 no. You know what? I think it's probably it sounds anti-Semitic a little bit to me. Going, I'll buy you a deli, <laughs> please. We can work it out. I'll send you the medical school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. it's ridiculous. Well, they probably had somebody in there. Just they said, "All right, so as long as you hit these key points, you can just improvise the rest." And as, <laughs> yeah, as, as long somebody, as, you th- as long as you throw in deli, deli, as long as you try to steal. We know we know James steel. Bond loves delis, <laughs> so try and tempt him with the thing he loves the most. I'm, I'm thinking it's you know wish fulfillment on the actor's part. You know, yeah, he had his eye, eye on a deli, and you know, <laughs> that's, our, that's our, his improv. Yeah, what he's gonna do? The next guy week? in the chair is like, one of these days I'm gonna buy a deli. That's his dream. So he's like, hmm, how will I tempt this he, man he, who's about he's, to he's kill an me? Actor. He's not really I bound it. to the chair. He's but, like, <laughs> I get it. But yeah. what do you say? I'll get a handicap accessible deli. <laughs> It'll be amazing. I'll have ramps everywhere. Ramps everywhere. Well, you know, Paul, bad improv. <laughs> you've yeah, you've bore witness to it there's more times worst. than anyone. Well, hold on a second. I think I'd like to talk to you more about this deli. <laughs> Suddenly, a Sean Connery Bond comes in. Pardon me, this salami is not real wheelchair accessible. Is it, uh, he takes over for Roger it, uh, Moore. I was going to say it was Roger Moore in that one, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it's like, excuse me, Mister Moore, I'm well, going to be oh. in the movie now. That'd be great if Sean Connery comes in in the next Bond and goes, "Excuse me, I'm going to be in the movie now." Just got to push him. Yep. Step, hold on there, Daniel Craig. I'm I'm going to let her finish. I'm going to yeah. yes. hold on. I'm I'm going to let you finish, but but listen. I made some of the best Bond movies ever. <laughs> Come on. For real. For real. And uh, I just want you to know, I should have, I should still beat Bond. I'm going to let you finish, Daniel Craig. But you know. Go ahead. Oh, well, right. Careful, he's rapidly turning into Buttertooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's been so long. That would long. be something if he waltzed into Daniel Craig's office. <laughs> I'm going to be Bond right now. 
But one of First, the best let me lines. Eat this cheesecake or or butter ball <laughs> and a quesadilla. Well, I'd like to do you some favors and make I be the bond, but I'm real hungry. So here's the deal. Why don't we do that deli deal with this guy? <laughs> I like I like the idea of uh, let's go have a deli first, and then we'll go save the lady. How about that? Let's stop for some sandwich. You know. You know what's great uh, on this? A little Szechuan sauce. Oh my <laughs> Dip God. it in the Szechuan. Oh, it makes it a dream. It makes it a dream. <laughs> One of the ah, best lines boy, in this series. my tooth was aching all day because of the wet, because of the rain. Oh, it, ju- it near jumped out my head. Oh. <laughs> It did a dance in my in my noggin. It said, hey, there, there, there's a rain coming. I says, I know, but it don't. I know. One of the best lines in the series has got to be, though, uh, in uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, when Lazenby says at the beginning of the film, this never happened to the other guy. Yeah, it's, and it's good. Like, very metabond. Yeah, very very breaking the fourth wall there for a second. But, yeah, very uh, very funny. It never happened again to him. No. Either. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, he... That was his choice. He dry, he left out of it. He dropped out yeah, of it. Yeah, he Well, he, uh, actually not from the Bond interview thing I saw. Oh, really? There was a there was an all Bonds where they interviewed everybody except was that the, Connery. Was that the everything or nothing the, uh, the I think documentary? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he actually talked about he confessed. He stood up and said, "I let it get to my head. I became an ass and they dropped me after one movie." Hmm. Okay. Because he, uh, he 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 fessed right up and he said, "Yeah, I I I started uh, believing the whole myth about it because I'd never really done much acting. I was, you know, model coming into this. Yeah, and, but, but uh, right. what, what a career he had since. Yeah. He's done some <laughs> stuff. But you know what? If you're a dick, people won't work with you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that, and that's what he was yeah. talking about. It wasn't just that he lost Bob. It, it, it really, it yeah. really. He and he he totally talked up. It was really interesting because that one they talked to everybody. They talked to more. They talked to uh, Dalton, even uh, even yeah, even Brosnan. It was really really interesting. Hmm. Everybody but Connery. Yeah, too he wouldn't. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't for some reason do the interviews. But yeah. uh, it's, it what is interesting. I just it popped into my head here uh, with Lazenby. There was a. It was like a an episodic series that was uh, like your. Uh, Outer Limits, or um, you know, like Twilight Zone, or something like that. But it was it was in the '90s, and Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Is that what it was? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded really plausible. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, he in in, the, in this in this standalone episode. You know, it was all these series of standalone episodes. In this standalone episode, he played a character that was vaguely British intelligence. And throughout the... Look here, Governor. I'm not the brightest bulb, but I've got a vague bit of British intelligence. <laughs> I know when they cross the road and whatnot. I keep myself, I keep my P's and Q's. Well, but I know how to count me money. Throughout the episode, you <laughs> never Shut got up, his James name. James Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm that, vaguely that, British intelligent. But that was the kicker with the episode, is that he didn't have a name. Every time somebody would talk to him, you know, it'd be, uh, excuse me, Mr. James, and they would get interrupted. So it was like they were trying to play on the, the Bond connection, <laughs> but he never got, and, and in fact, in the credits, he was credited as Mr. James dot dot dot. So it was... Uh, the, the incredible I, I, super spy, James Ellipsis. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, 
I, I, if anybody out there knows what I'm secret. talking about and yeah. knows what super that secret was, soldier James Ellipsis, what's I'm, your number? Any of dot, our listeners? Dot, dot. <laughs> I am not an ellipsis. Aren't the ellipsis the Yo, aliens at the with the broccoli heads that Phoenix killed? Yes, okay. you're right. <laughs> so anyway, if any of our listeners know what I'm talking about the here debarring. and know what Actually. series that is, please comment me because I. I Dude, you can't just it. Google that shit. I looked it up. It's not listed. <laughs> you it's looked not up in on IMDb. His I- yeah, George Lazenby. Yes, IMDb. Yes. Did you search James dot dot dot? Uh, there you ah, go. James know, Ellipsis. Try that. You're gonna get to watch James at 16. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! And James at 15. Yep. And here was the it band. James at 15? Here the album of yes. the band James. I thought it was James at 16. It was James at 15. Gene, and then, then he got sh- laid, and it became James at 16. Did it really? Hey, he lost yeah. his virginity on the show, and it turned to 16. Yeah, yeah. man, that guy. Is Everybody complains curve. about now the seven the 70s. Shit was off the hook. Yeah, I heard it was off really the cool. chain, man. Well, I keep listening to uh, the Smartest Man in the World podcast uh, with Greg Proops. I love it, and uh, oh, yeah. he's always going off about how great the 70s was. I just bought his. Uh, Live at Musso and Frank's special, mm. real fun. That's it. That's his his little. Uh, you know, it, it, there's no. You know, we don't subscribe to the podcast with any money or anything like that. So he's just asking. You know, buy the buy his little hour long comedy special if you want to. You know, say thank you. And I did, and it's really funny. And his stories about working at a at a chicken restaurant in the seventies, out of control. The shit that was oh, going down. Get that. I think it's Corolla's line in the seventies, like uh, post AIDS, pre uh, post sex, post post birth control. Pre-AIDS. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty much would sum it up right there. Crazy. I know uh, when Crazy. we were coming up, me anyway, well, I was terrified out of my mind. Sex will kill you. Sex was like swallowing a gun. Damn. Yeah. Hello. <clears throat> yeah, I guess <laughs> okay, was, you were doing it wrong, Well, son. No, I, wasn't, well, I was doing Which it with Which is funny. Dudes. That will actually come up later in our show. <laughs> but. Guess, <laughs> guess who was in college when the AIDS crisis started? Huh? Fuckers. You were in college? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I was in college. It was still going strong, believe Oh, I know, me. but it started. I mean, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, but at least I'm you in had, college. I don't get laid all the time. You got oh, high school. No, yeah. no I can't. When we, when we had college, we had at least a little knowledge of what AIDS was and how you could and could not get it. Sort of. Yeah, we weren't sure if we could get it from kissing yet at that point. No, we were, yeah, we wow. were past that. Yeah. We knew the water fountain thing was all good. We got just a little bit of time before we have to start the show. Anything you want to talk that you did geek wise this week? I got three. I'll, I'll go last. Yeah, pick your best one. Uh, I went to see um, um, Big Hero Six. And oh, enjoyed the think? hell out of it. Yeah. It's good. Enjoy yeah. the hell out of it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was based on a comic book. That's right. Yeah. It is a yeah. so. little known Marvel comic, right? Yeah. In fact, in fact, the, the original six, two of them are um, Sunfire and uh, Silver Samurai. Oh, yeah. Nice. Anybody else want to throw in? Uh, I watched the uh, Atari documentary Game Over on the Xbox. Oh, cool. What did you think? I really, really liked it. It was really good. And uh, you have a couple of choices when you watch it on on the 360 or the, the Xbox One. You can stream just the video, or you can download an app that actually gives you access to um, extra video clips so um and then um there's a little interactive timeline that'll pop up when you push uh the button on your remote or on your controller that'll give you um essentially like more background like in certain areas of the documentary so uh, for instance um there's a, a part where uh one of the people being interviewed goes to austin texas um to pick up his delorean that he's going to drive down to 
the uh, it's style, like yeah, you do, it's exactly like you do, yeah. And um, there's uh, you can go and watch the extra video clip where it's him and George R. R. Martin talking about um, you know of a, a few different things. I, I, I'm trying not to give away too much of the documentary because <laughs> so it's really worth watching. You're saying so, it's so you went that that far just to say George R. R. Martin interactive documentary with footnotes yes, and yes, extra clips. Exactly, I like that. Version. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the documentary is really good. <laughs> Thank you. It really nice. is good. I highly recommend anybody um, that is a fan of the video game industry or even just video games in general, just go watch this thing because it is a really fascinating look at um, you know the, the, the hubris of a company that uh, you know just did not see the writing on the wall. You know, I actually bid on one of those cartridges today. Oh, did you? What is wrong with you? I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I saw what it. I was like, is wrong? I, I wanted Money I wa- on I, garbage. Yep. What's not wrong with him? Come on. Uh, this, is, this is a good point. You can get those for a dollar. But that's, you can get an ET cartridge for a dollar. I, I already have an ET cartridge. I want one from I'll, a landfill I'll, in Alamogoro, Mexico. I'll scuff it up Wait, with my can butt. You, can you really get one for a dollar? <laughs> it came out of Alamo. Huh? Paul, can you really get one for a dollar? Yeah. Like a buck ninety nine. Because why are people, I mean, people must be. Buying the ones for a dollar. The going rate online is like a dollar ninety. Torgo just explained it to you. Most it's it's a it's the historicity. No, of no. It all. But how do you how do you prove that they have certificates of authenticity? It is coming from them. It comes with a certificate. They're individually numbered. So you get the piece. There's only one seller, and it's Alamogoro, Mexico. You can smell right. the trash on it. Yep. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. Stupid trash. Smell the Alamogordo. You should be bidding uh, on I, the Burr Reynolds. Oh, I got beat out. Because I do have a limit of what I'd spend. Oh, for good. It. So, so you're not going to buy it. So, so it went over. I'm five not going to buy that particular oh, one. Oh, oh but but yeah. let's face I, it. Listen, I I I love. I've always loved this story. Yes. I, and the fact that it's an actual true story. Yeah. To actually, I, I would if I bought one, I would shadow box it and frame it on oh, the wall. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I know you. I know it'd get a good home I, here. I am going to repeat this though. What you should be bidding <laughs> on is the Burt Reynolds collection. Oh Lord! The Burt Reynolds collection. Burt Reynolds collection. Oh, yeah, he's auctioning off a shitload of stuff, including the Trans Am. Including the Trans Am. I think that and was it's, out of and it's going to be on display next to the Thursday and Friday somewhere here in town. I can't remember where. But I was looking through the listings, and my God, there's insane. Some of it's like these crappy, like hotel art paintings that he picked up that he apparently likes. Sure, but I'm bidding thirty five <laughs> bucks. I can't afford that stuff. But there's a <laughs> there's a portrait of Dom DeLuise right now. That's only two hundred bucks. And I'm like, a portrait of Dom DeLuise that he owned? Man. Right. That's kind of a cool thing to have. Yeah, like, that's yeah. I want to buy a shoebox full of Lonnie Anderson photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the reason, part of the reason he's doing this auction is Lonnie Anderson. So, uh, <clears throat> the, I mean, the, the, Is she still taking him for money oh, after shit, all yeah, these yeah. years? Uh, wow. the, va- the Vaseline boots from Striptease are, are up for auction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a birthday and we yes, had a birthday did. party. median age of the video gamer has aged a year. No, it's not anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm I think off you're of out it. of it now. Really? I'm off of it. Aww. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's back at 36 right now. Yeah. Oh. 36 or 37. You're 36 to 37. Okay. Yep, that's right. <laughs> okay. I'm 36 to 37. Well, but we are in a, our own category now of the people that grew up with video games and are still playing video games. True. Yeah, we we have a. Kind. It, we have a different category that is <laughs> That's being... That's how we make ourselves feel better. No, no, no. category now. That's right. We may not be the target category, but we are still <laughs> the ones that actually purchase the most games. Oh don't, oh, don't get me wrong. In 20 years, those of us that survived that, <laughs> yeah. we We're, will have our own category of elder folk that play video games. We're the ones with the disposable cash to buy, you know... Dying the, the music video and game. Old, the music... <laughs> 
It's coming. <laughs> Game over part two. The yeah. music in old folks songs can be so weird in 20 years. Barry has Achievement unlocked. Quest for hospice. Barry, Dr. Vlarg, has said this many times. He's like, we're all going to wind up in the same old folks home, and we're going to be playing video games against each other and being just grumpy old men going, oh, you cheat me, you bastard. Senior land party. That sounds yeah. great to me. You know, yeah, I, I know, right? The seniors are playing video games, but it's all wee bowling. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. no. It I'd is. good with it. Um, we, anyway. got, uh, we got, we went to uh, Rick's place, and we set up, the uh, Nintendo 64, and we busted out some old games. <gasps> Played Smash Brothers, which was great. And uh, that one holds up. And the wrestling game held up really that well. That was surprising how well that held up. The wrestling up. game was really good. Rick's place being a friend of yours named Rick. Yep. Rick, okay. also <laughs> DJ skills in the... that. Jeff now you go way back. Then, yes. You go way back into some uh, old ugly couch show episodes. You can find DJ skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just you know you hey, said back Rick's when place. Assassin's Creed One came out. Right. Oh yes, I went to I went to Rick's place from Casablanca. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And, and then I went to like the, then then my thought went to Rick's you went to that awful strip club to all the Nintendo play video games. <laughs> you had to play Smash Brothers here. That new here. great uh, strip club. Don't tell mamas. Mm. <laughs> Play Smash Brothers, Sam. It's good enough for her. It's good enough for me. Club. Oh, I think it'd be great. Have you been in there? No, I'm the one we made up in the game. Okay. Oh, that one. That I'm one. Tell that my one. Story. Tell your story. Go yeah. for that. I didn't play. I didn't do a geek thing. No. I Uh-oh. actually had a geek tangential experience. Oh. Um, as those uh, listeners who you know may be mem- uh, friends on my Facebook page know, I had to put Taz to sleep back in October. Long-time listeners will remember Taz from when we had that weird situation where I was working, but you guys were recording in my home. Couch cast episodes. And uh, sometimes you could hear Taz barking after the neighbor's black cat or scratching at the cabinet. Right. And uh, people would comment on it. Um, so when after I'd had Taz put to sleep, I got him cremated. So for Thanksgiving, I couldn't go on Thanksgiving because of work. So Monday, I went out to the Veterans Memorial Cemetery where my parents are buried. And I took some of Taz's ashes with me. And I actually scattered them right uh, right around the headstone of my parents. Because Taz was originally my parents before he was mine. Now the the house, the main house, the main chapel house of the cemetery was packed Tons of cars. There was a huge funeral for somebody. Thanksgiving? Going on. No, Monday. The Monday after Thanksgiving. Okay. It was a funeral for Thanksgiving. Yeah. (laughs) The war against Thanksgiving. Someone's got to bury these turkeys. Now on O'Reilly. I knew turkey well. Turkey was a good turkey. Someone's got to bury these turkeys. Yeah. But um, I don't know who it was for or what was going on. Large crowd. Lots of cars. But I was sprinkling his ashes over the headstone. And sort of bringing a piece of Taz back to my parents. Even my brother, who's a full-blown atheist type, appreciated the the metaphor of mom, dad, and Taz being together. And bagpipes started playing. And yes, it was Amazing Grace. Oh, wow. At the funeral. So it was a cop funeral. (laughs) Or a fireman funeral. Possibly. Yeah. That would explain the big turnout. Or a starship funeral. Starship funeral. Exactly. And that was a very interesting geek connection. So I, I just I sat there finishing up and, and listening to that, and I was just like, 
this is just weirdly appropriate because I actually <laughs> saw Rathacon with my mom when we were visiting the States one summer when my family was living in Kuwait. So it was a very, very strange, interesting connection. Life is a herald, man. Nice. So Time's me about, a flat remember, circle. Remind me about the strip club again because I've forgotten the story. No, remember we just came up with... You were talking about the... the oh, the library. The, Is that the, it? No, you were talking about Play It Again Sam's, which used to be some kind of like just... It used a, to be a regular restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. And then it became a strip club. And then you mentioned a place called Don't Tell Mamas. And I said, Don't Tell Mamas would be a great strip club. Yeah. Start off Let's go a, to Don't Tell Mamas. That place was Jack's Roast Beef. And then when they made it a strip club, it was Jane's Roast Beef. <laughs> yeah. See, since you haven't been around... That's people- a full nude bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Since, uh, Bring your own buns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Slap, slap, slap. A free stir for every drink. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see, since you haven't been around. Don't turn the on the ceiling fan. She'll get all flappy. <laughs> no, you're not. The stage nope. is lined with meat curtains as a metaphor. <laughs> you know, you, don't, you think it's curtains. Oh. And she, that, when she steps out, There's it's curtains for you. There. there has got to be a fabric that has a meat print on it. You can get curtains out of. <laughs> <laughs> Or make it a shirt, then be the lead scientist on your uh, landing team. And uh... news, you don't oh, give a shit. What? Bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit on that whole thing. A lady made that for him. Yeah, he can wear a cool comic book shirt. Get yeah, out of well. town. Oh, that that's a that's a non-story. It is what a terrible uh, thing. It brought him to tears. Yeah, it yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Who? What? His life is awful. What, what am I missing? Here? One, the one of the guys from the, the lead uh, scientist, the Rosetta, the uh, comet. Oh, okay, the one that translates things. Uh, had an interview, but oh, he was yeah, wearing yeah, the yes. shirt that yeah. had the uh, the sci-fi women. On. Right. Yeah, I, I do recall that shirt. It looked like a live field cover. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of them. Just so. so yeah. I don't understand how people on the internet can react so vehemently to that. It's like, do you go on the internet? Do you look around the internet? There were there were see fe- what else there is. There were female scientists who were reacting to that, and that's where it caught fire. I and understand. It was a storm. I understand the argument. I do, because there is something of the innate culture of, look, I can wear an objectified version of you on a shirt. However, the artist in me says, fuck that, art. Right. Art causes that kind of reaction. Right, I understand. It's and you art. know what one of the ironies was? One of the commenters actually said, the man has full arm sleeve tattoos. Right. He could have, and I I'm, I can't quote it precisely, but she says something along the lines of appropriately tweak conservative sensibilities of what a scientist should be by simply wearing a, sh- a short sleeve shirt showing off the tattoos. And it's like, okay, so you can tweak that sensibility, but going the other way is like a cardinal. Yeah, it's a, so. it's a, that's a big can of worms, but, but yeah, my, I strongly come down on the side of wear what you want. You're entitled to your opinion. Uh, you're 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 entitled to be offended. You're absolutely entitled to be offended. You're not entitled to not be offended. Okay, now let me play yeah. devil's advocate. I find shirts with swears on them, worn around kids, a little hard to deal with. Uh, I think there's you know time and place. Yeah, I don't wear uh, shirts with profanity on them out in public as a general rule. I don't think I have any shirts with profanity on them that I wear out in public. Uh, no, it, it says a lot about you as a person when you wear that kind of shirt. But if you're wearing that kind of shirt, that's what you want to say. Apparently, precisely. Guess, yeah. That's just, well, that's 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 the other part of it too. Is like, 
you know, you're you're you've identified something about yourself. You've well, said okay. you've you've, yeah. you've given me a reason to either avoid or try to connect with, with you. Well, you hit the nail on the head, Paul, when you said time and place. I think that the biggest argument was that that was neither the time nor the place because here you have this major scientific achievement and you have a I don't think he realized it, 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 the eyes of the world. No, he was. He, was and when yeah. he wasn't making a statement. He was like, I'm yeah, doing he my just he shirt. just wore a shirt yeah. because he probably wasn't thinking, hey, this is a historical moment. I should probably represent myself and my, you know, space agency. It, it, it a was on, honoring right. his, his friend, the friend who yeah. made the shirt. It right. Was, yes. It was. His I'm going to wear friend, my and, right? I, and I get that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there's and there's also something to be said for all this backlash, hoo ha shit of the anti scientist brigade. Out in full force with it. Yeah, they've completely diminished the incredible achievement of landing a spaceship oh, yeah. on a moving comet. Sure, by by changing where the argument's coming uh-huh. from. Uh huh. Yeah. And I just look know over that, here. You know, exactly. Something when, shiny. Something shiny. When you're trying to, where? you know, where? attract where? Where? women yeah. into science because you know it is a historically male-dominated field of study. Yep. That probably was not the wisest choice of things to wear, but. I'm not yeah. saying he shouldn't have worn it, but I'm right. just saying yeah, time, time and probably, place. Probably right. Tampa's yep. in a teapot, though. I'm sure he and he and he felt that he apologized, so it, yeah. it, it was kind of a it's kind no, of no, yeah, thing. it's it, yeah. And, I, and the fact that we're talking about it is the instead of the actual landing on a freaking comet, right? We landed, you know, as as yeah. a species, humanity has landed a spacecraft on a comet. Achievement unlocked. Has, has really expanded our knowledge of what comets are and what they're made of and you know all the testing that they Turns have out it's gum <laughs> it's gum all the testing we were they were close, able to do it's gum with, with boobs and guns no just no dentine. wait what it's oh, dentine oh. gum <laughs> dentine well yeah, that's, that's sugar that's bad for your teeth oh huh dentine that's sugar no, four to five zenith approved i've oh. seen the commercial oh my goodness that's well it. the fact does remain that if you Come in contact with that comet. There will be a cavity. <laughs> oh, okay. Or a crater, wow. if you will. And just to go on the record, I did actually think the, the shirt was actually tacky. It's obviously something a friend makes for a friend. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. It was like it was like somebody pulled a pattern. It's a pattern that yeah, somebody yeah, it's, made. It's, yeah. A, it's 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 a special. It's a cl- and it's actually selling like hotcakes after ah, that thing blew up. See, of course that's it is. Great. That clock was uh, selling like crazy. That's but I mean, it was yeah. just like the art on it. I was just like, that's quest- what I said. It looked like a life field cover. Yeah, yeah. Quest <laughs> fulfilled. That's not, that's not my favorite yeah. artist by any means. Yeah. No um, such thing as bad press. True enough. Yeah, really. <laughs> True enough. Product. Shit, I forgot. I was going to say something, but whatever. Go ahead. You were going to say, if you're wearing your fuck you, you fuckity fuck fuck shirt at Disneyland, <laughs> you don't need to talk to you. That's crazy. Yeah. Don't do that. Get right. <laughs> what about my my um, uh, Vikings? Eat pirates, shit ninjas. Is that... <laughs> Can, can I do that one? That's you have fine. to talk to, Again, a, you have to talk to a ninja. It's time yeah. and place. I just bought some stuff. MC Chris was having his uh, Black Friday sale. And I bought some stuff on his site, and he—I already have the sticker. I went ahead and bought the shirt that says uh, "Holy fuck, it's goddamn MC Chris." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's him jumping up and attacking a bunch of zombies, and they say "Holy fuck, it's goddamn MC Chris," and that just makes but me you're, laugh. You're not going to wear that. I'm not going to wear that. You're going to wear that the double down. Or I'll something. wear that. Yeah. I might wear that to my podcast nights. Uh, I would not wear that to uh, to teach. Improv in. No? I wouldn't wear that to Donnelly's uh, kid's second uh, year birthday second party. birthday party. I might wear it to Donnelly's bar- kid's birthday party, <laughs> but he might yeah. be having a zombie birthday party, so it would be totally appropriate. Who knows? Yeah, and that but kid yeah, can't read yet. Time yet. and place. Yeah, I have one. I, I got a, a shirt long time ago at one of the porn conventions. 
that was uh, uh instead of coke it says enjoy vagina yeah <laughs> it looks like it looks like i remember that yeah and i would wear that occasionally around the house but i would never wear that in public enjoy vagina yeah enjoy virginity you st- no one's gonna no one in their right mind's gonna talk to you ass no my, way my next door neighbor but, but wearing it with friends is another thing yeah my next door neighbor in high school they they sent him home because he came in with a shirt that said get laid hawaiian style yeah <laughs> <laughs> and did they spell it right? The L E I apostrophe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Whereas I wore a shirt that said Toro Poo Poo on it, like the whole goddamn year, nobody give a shit. Toro Poo Poo. <laughs> the, well, uh, getting laid Hawaiian style, brother. That just involves <laughs> just getting real sweaty and sticking your tongue out. Yay! <laughs> Putting on a grass skirt and sticking it out. Hey, 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 brother. Yeah. Here, bite into this apple. Mm, now you're now you're getting laid Hawaiian style, brother. Lay down like you a pig on the roasting spit. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> so close. Pigs on a roasting so spit. <laughs> yeah, but there's there. I I've uh I think this was either at Star Trek. Where was this? You were roasting a pig at Star Trek. No, no, no. I was at Star Trek or some and I got this lady's card for her website, and it's all fetishized pictures of ladies being roasted like pigs. Oh, Ew, I have seen some of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's not an art installation. It's a it's, it's there. Porn? There's an there's an artistic slant to it. Okay, yeah, it's but it's, it's ladies being roasted as pigs. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't approve that don't, message. No, I don't either. <laughs> don't wear that on but a shirt. It's, <laughs> but it's done by ladies. Okay, that's the other thing. All so right. I'm, I mean, everybody got their own thing. It's true. Putting a pole up your butt and putting one out your mouth is. Other. I mean, it's basically like an extension of Steve Martin's Arrowhead thing. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I think you showed me this website. So saying, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did because I was disturbed. So you're saying this wasn't Photoshop? This was things poking out of people. He wasn't. Oh yeah, disturbed. It's, there's. It's it's, a, it's definitely you know. He wasn't some, disturbed. Some would qualify it as pornographic. He was oddly aroused. Some would it. qualify it as uh, what do you call it? what foodish food? Yeah, food. <laughs> I was. <laughs> he just doesn't want to admit it. What that I that I masturbated it to it thousands of times. <laughs> Nope. It's those little turkey footies that really get you. <laughs> That's what oh, really yeah. puts you yeah, over, the, over the edge. Yeah, like, Woohoo, turkey footies. Somebody <laughs> sent me one of those pictures, it, and it was like a number I didn't recognize, so it wasn't in my contacts. <laughs> I got a picture one year. <laughs> got a random portrait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, it, it's like in that same line as his. It was like uh, it was on Thanksgiving, and it was a woman, <laughs> a woman in a pose that made her look like she was a Thanksgiving turkey being ready to be carved up. And I'm just like... This is really bizarre. <laughs> I love the idea really, of some guy really with bizarre. random numbers throwing that out at people. So, so either <laughs> somebody I know <laughs> that I just didn't have their number anymore, more than likely, and texted it to me. But I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, women are. I don't friends, even know who this number food. is. <laughs> New phone. Is who true. <laughs> women are friends, not food. That is true. That is true. That's <laughs> not food. Yeah. Ah, uh, news you don't give a shit about. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they don't. Nobody gives a shit about this. You haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, he remembers good. Well, at the party we had Smash Brothers from 16 years ago, and current Smash Brothers on the Wii U. So we played Wii U. All the the the, the giant gap was really cool to play that difference. It See how far time. it's come. He likes Man, playing with the gap. That new Wii U game. It's good. Slick. That new Wii U Smash Brothers, it's really those the, stages yeah, are the stages are gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Well, if you have the tablet controller, you don't even really need to to watch the screen. It's like it's mirrored on there, so you've got pretty much your own little That's pretty slick too. And TV. I got to use my three DS as a controller, which was awesome. I live in the fucking future. 
the fucking future. Yeah, you do. Remember those stupid pads in Star Trek? I'm like, what the hell is that? That's it's so antiquated. Yeah, what, no, no. Just, I mean, <laughs> people are getting paper in the future. Oh, no, I guess not. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right, no. People aren't going to have I mean, anything that was, in the future. Was, I mean, people that are going to have to wear spandex That went from science sports. fiction that they came up with to an actual object in 15 years, 20 years. But this is the thing. That's why we need more Star Trek. And Star Wars is because it's one of those things where if people can imagine it, you can do it. Don't yeah. dream it. It, oh, it inspired yeah. a generation of scientists. The and next generation, you might say. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Shield. I'm, I'm four or five episodes into it now. Yes. Okay. Everyone's complaints about it are moronic. These are all the the Shield episodes I've seen so far are the nice little. It's like the the single episodes of Star Trek. It's like, well, that's one of the problems with Star Trek now is every time it's, it's a giant event. You know, and the world has to be ending. The universe has to be. There's none of these little quiet little character pieces. That's what S.H.I.E.L.D. is. It's little character pieces in between the big yeah. ones. Well, the, yeah, they're establishing the characters for each episode so that it builds up towards the end of the yeah, season, which I don't want to give away. I don't get, so I don't want to give away since you haven't seen it yet. Well, but. I mean, like, I mean, like Stillwell showed up in the episode I watched today. Yeah. And uh, if I remember correctly, he's one of the villains in, sorry, spoiler, in uh, Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. And that there, and that would have been really cool yes. if I'd seen that before I saw Winter Soldier. I would have been, oh, well, that's that fuck. It was kind of a pain in the ass. And I did. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because I mean, literally, it was like I watched the episode and then the next day I went and saw Winter Soldier and I'm like, oh, look, he's right there. All right, new shit. Yeah. Oh, by the way, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, An unconfirmed mini synopsis of the Fantastic Four film has popped up on the movie's ah, Rotten Tomato ah, page, ah, offering up a few tantalizing details about the mysterious film. It's not confirmed, but with it being part of the film's official listings, odds are it's probably legit. So here it is. The Fantastic Four. Spoiler alert. A contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team centers oh on... Boy. just been canceled to stop this bullshit forever. <laughs> centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe which alters their physical form in shocking ways. They're no. Lo- they're <laughs> you know what really happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened, like, Ray? I don't like it. They're changing canon. <laughs> It was, it was me. It was my fault. <laughs> Cosmic rays. Cosmic rays got into them, and they all had different abilities. I didn't mean for it to go the way it did, but what can I do? Oh, sorry, thing. I'm so character. sorry, Ben Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> you got the worst of it, really. Like, to stretch, that's great, right? That's every man's dream. Every man dreams of this. Pot belly's no longer a problem. No, there is no pot belly. You're a stretch man. You know, and then of course, you're at the Sue. Sue can just disappear. Who doesn't like that? You're sitting around like, oh, I wish I was. Well, then do. Go away. That's great. Now, what's the other one? Oh, the fire guy. Well, that's that's rough too. They got the. Those are the Doesn't two. Doesn't hurt. The, you can turn it off and on. Yeah. Did Cosmic Robert have anything to do with this? Cosmic Robert, his brother. Oh Cosmic no. Cosmic Raymond. No, your, your, he, your brother Raymond. 
Oh, <laughs> sure. Nothing's my fault again. <laughs> Nothing I did once at all. Look, you take responsibility if you want. It's not easy. <laughs> oh, no. That's all right. You do it. Well, that's all right. I'll you do you it. You can have the credit, Robert. I don't care. You were always oh. mom and dad's favorite. Yeah, yeah well, take over. I made the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I made the thing. Look at him. Everybody loves him. He's you the hero the of Yancey Street. <laughs> what did you make? I made the thing. No, but what did you make? I made the thing. What thing? The ever-loving blue-eyed thing. <laughs> I don't get third, it. Third base. <laughs> <laughs> their lives irrevocably upended. The team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend turned enemy. <laughs> Who could that be? <laughs> That's the angry blogger. That's right. Doom. Doom. Doom a chef. They've downgraded from Angry Blogger to Angry TA now. (laughs) (laughs) So those have been following the film. The synopsis seems to confirm the storyline will be drawn from the ultimate Fantastic Four arc rather than the traditional take on Marvel's first family. Is that the ultimate one? It's the alternate universe thing? closer to it. Yeah, it is closer to it. Clearly they're going to just try and get the zombies in there. Yeah, of course they're going to work for that at some point. I don't, not think at some I, don't, point. I don't think they're going to do it in the first movie. They're stupid not to. They're, they've got nothing. There's not going to be a second one of these. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Marvel zombies? Yeah. Which ones? Yeah, they only have the, the rights the, to the ones they yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be the versions of themselves. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they're, they're talking about, the parallel universe shit. So right, that's what right. they're going to do. Well, it's fun. Well, actually, at the parallel universe, or is it the negative zone? I assume that these guys said parallel universe. Alternate universe. Well, it's Fox, so they have the rights to all the X Men. They could be mean the same so thing. So you could throw the uh, the zombie X Men and the zombie Wolverine. Now you know what? Hold up, hold, hold, stop the presses. Yeah, you know what? That suddenly got cool, Jeff. Zombie Wolverine and the uh, and the and the Fantastic Four were kind of the prominent ones in the book. Well, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm zombie just Wolverine. Saying, I don't was, see it happening. But dude, I'm saying with the heat on Walking Dead right now. They'd be idiots not to try it now. If I, they want another movie, they better get the zombies out there. I think they would go with a more traditional them versus Doctor Doom on, oh, this, yeah. on this reboot. And Fail I, but hard. I would But I wouldn't be surprised if the stinger shows the zombies. Sure. Fuck these. Fuck these people. It's, yeah. This Fuck is them all. Getting really There's weird. not... Be- what You know what? I got to go see Birdman in the theaters. I keep hearing it's fantastic. I saw it yesterday. I keep hearing it's awesome. I've heard Do you like it? It's really good. I liked it more the more I thought about it and the more I uh, right. studied into it because it's it's a hard film to wrap your huh? head around. Yeah. All right, I want to see it. I'm desperate to see it. I, I just everything I've heard about it, I'm just like, oh, this is my movie. It's amazing to watch. Okay, damn it. All right, Stingers. By the way, stay till the end credits for uh, um, Big Hero. Okay, stay past it. And Dumb and Dumber too. If you go see that one, there is really you saw that one too. Oh man, like everybody in the theater got up and took off. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, there's a stinger here. Like, all right. So it was just uh, myself. <laughs> I stood up. I'm like, hey, assholes. There's more movie coming. What the fuck you're doing with your lives? Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. That's better. How much do you suppose the guys that clean up the movie theaters hate those? Stingers? stingers? Yeah. That make people stay for the extra yeah. 10 minutes? I'm sure that... Each is into their. They're all very nice to me. Time. When I'm walking out, they take my popcorn bucket. And they probably just don't care anymore. They yeah. look you walk away and say, "Fucking nerd." I think they put enough time padding in between the two films that they've got enough time to clean up. Can I take your bucket, sir? Why is there a hole in the bottom? 
<laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> One, cut a hole in the bucket. Two, Two, put your dick in the bucket of popcorn. This is a whole running thing we've got on Ice Cream Social right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my god! The dick Have in the box it? thing. No, the, the dick in the popcorn. I've had a few weeks behind. Dick in the popcorn. Dick yeah. in the popcorn. Nice. Yeah. You're missing dick in the popcorn. Haven't gotten there yet. I gotta get a dick in the popcorn. Did you get? So you didn't get the uh, the Hawaiian reference there a minute ago? No. Oh man, you're oh, way behind, brother. Wow. You got to get caught up, brother. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Yeah, last week was all about snakes in Hawaii. It was good. Which there aren't many. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> so they have a saint that chased them away? They try and keep them out. They do their best to really keep snakes out of Hawaii. Are there any snakes that live there natively? Same thing with Australia. No. No. Well, there you go. Just don't bring your pets. But there's a ton of frogs in Hawaii, I guess. They have a frog oh. problem. But the French aren't gonna leave anytime soon what hey if they brought the french they could eat the legs and then they'd be set oh yeah a whole bunch of crippled frogs on crutches hey, you, that's you know, your solution andy you know how hard make them handicapped now you know how hard it is for a legless frog to breed mm-hmm. but oh they, they do but i mean it's hard but they'll open up a uh, ramp free a ramp and <laughs> delicatessen come into my baguette shop it has plenty of ramps handicap accessible you know the stainless major- steel stainless steel <laughs> majority of frogs are jewish it is be- there you go tiny little yamaka oi la la oi la la oi la la Oi la la! Oi la la! Wow, I want that T-shirt. <laughs> Wear that around the kids, you fucking artistic freedom bastards. If <laughs> I see that Family Guy where they had the 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 jackhammer and he goes, "No, Monsieur, this is not a jackhammer. This is a jockhammer." And he goes, it starts it up and he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> As it's pounding the baby. That's pretty good. Oh, that's great. Every time I see that, it just oh, makes me. Uh, laugh. I like it. (laughs) Ubisoft is continuing to shift and adjust its policies on reviewing its games. The latest reviewing its games. On reviewing its games, the latest game to do so is the online racing game, The Crew. It just came out today. Oh, you mean how people can review their games? According to Destructoid, reviewers weren't able to play any sooner than today when the game came out. So the crew won't carry an embargo, but Ubisoft is recommending that reviewers put 40 to 50 hours into the game to get (laughs) the full experience. Ubisoft says it's doing this because the experience they need to write an informed review. Given how Ubisoft has handled poor launches of Assassin's Creed Unity and Far Cry 4, it'll be interesting to see how a game that requires online in order to play holds up. So what's the word on Far Cry 4? I didn't really hear. Uh, There's a lot of... uh, It's all brokey too? Yeah, there's a lot of broken stuff on that. I think we brought that up on the one you missed. All that, that stuff would going make on. sense. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and, and of course, DRM you play is also involved, so it's going to get a rigorous test when hundreds of thousands of players hypothetically all log in at the same time. Oh boy! So we'll know this time next week uh, whether that worked or not. Assuming some fun, Fuck, some but still, the they system. couldn't play it before today, so <laughs> don't trust your reviewer just yet if they've already posted something. That's right. Don't trust your reviewer. Because they haven't put in that 40, 50 hours unless they have a Wayback Machine. <laughs> Weekend Geek! Yay! Come on, Chairman. We've got video games to review. This way. Uh, so, Star Wars trailer. That hit. It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. big way. Uh, Drew Mix, uh, 
Drew McQueenie from HitFix had confirmed the voice heard uh, on the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer is uh, not Benedict Cumberbatch, as many right. people suspected, but uh, in- instead Andy Serkis. Oh, so, okay. Hmm. So I have never seen, what is it, a, a minute and ten seconds of footage? More analyzed in my life. It's, it's, it's what, crazy. It's more how analyzed into the goddamn Zabruder film. Yeah. Yeah. People need to put it, get back on that Zabruder film. It's funny. I, I <laughs> saw somebody saying, okay, this is what the teaser revealed. And wow, they went way beyond yeah. where it revealed anything. Andy, you have a great point there. You know what we need to do? We just need to put some shots of Jawas and the Falcon in the Zabruda uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> get these guys do that as a teaser. Be like, be like, well, clearly it was the babushka lady. <laughs> but she was standing pretty close to one of the sand people. I don't know. Look, there's a sand Our person sa- with a long range rifle. Are sand people that accurate? Come on. What? Really? Are sand people that accurate? Come on. Right, <laughs> it's much too accurate for sand people. These were just stormtroopers. They're made to look like sand people. Black stormtroopers. Black stormtroopers killed. You know what? And can we get it Andy was a magic blaster. to say back and to the left, back, <laughs> back and to the left, nice. over and over again, back and to the left. Just that's the whole audio for the whole two-minute thing. <laughs> back. And to the left. Um, and it, they, now I'm back to the second spitter, too. So I'm going all over the place with this one. <laughs> so, gentlemen, do you have any thoughts on the trailer at all? Um, I really loved the, you know, we've talked about it before the show started, but the uh, the George Lucas special edition. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah it's hilarious. That's amazing really I, how fast that came up. I'm amazed at how many of these are popping up yep. and well done at that. Yep. The Lego one. And the, then there's uh, lens flare. Lens flare the one. lens flare was yep. the one I was just going to say. The J.J. Abrams with increased lens flare. God. The, <laughs> it's the, awesome. The roly-poly droid with the rocks just following him. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. That was funny. And then they, had the, uh, they did a re-edit of the scene of Indiana Jones running. Um, away from yeah, the boulder, yeah, from the roller with, with the little oh boy, bo- uh, round ball droid. Oh god! And I am enjoying the hell out of all the variations of the lightsaber too. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I like that lightsaber. I do too. I do too. And uh, have you seen the Colbert explanation of that? I did. I, I really I have enjoyed that. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Corbett, one of the guys from uh, Mystery uh, Mystery Science Theater, yeah, yeah. put it out there and said, "This is inconceivable. This could happen. Childhood destroyed." You know this. You know, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Colbert took him to task and said, listen, I'm Star Wars fan more than any of you. And goes to explain exactly why that is true. Of course. And he, and he can. And it is true. And and he goes and lays out how that, not only would that saber be feasible, but would be preferable to any phaser that, um, lightsaber that came out prior. Yeah. Really? Um, <clears throat> they showed uh, some fans did a, what they thought would be an improvement on it. Where they mm-hmm. made the little things line up. Like a V, yep, mm-hmm. at the hilt, and so that because if the blade came down, it would blade catcher, sure, cut off the little, yeah. yeah so more of a blade catcher kind of thing. But whatever, I think it's still a very cool thing. It is. It looked and, great and, when it happened. And the detailing on the blade, it was really funny. Talking about over analysis, people are like, and it's jagged and kind of, kind of, you know, it's not like a perfect smooth <laughs> beam. So obviously the technology isn't what it once was. And no. I'm like, no, I think that's JJ saying I want a cooler than ever lightsaber well and giving it that whole little jet of flame right, look to it right it looks like a fucking meter long blowtorch it looks great it and is think, awesome what was scully was saying it was it's like they attached to uh uh it was some sort of torch he was talking about for cooking or something anyway oh the yeah. the f- yeah yeah 
flan torches or the 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 gas things that you 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 light oh, okay. the shit yes. on fire. Yes, Jeff, you know, <laughs> like you would use to light the targ if right. you weren't using a lighter. Oh yes. Well, you know what I think would be a possible explanation for all that, you know, because inside of the every saber is a crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and people were saying that that was the so was how the cool nerdy, would it be for a Sith to be wandering around with a a beam splitter? A t- well, basically a time bomb of a saber with a shattered crystal that could go at any minute, and like ha- mm. halfway through a fight, it explodes in his hand or some shit, and he's like, "Fuck, man, I knew I was running the risk, but and I it did it anyway." His hand, and it takes off his right hand, and he has to get a mechanical hand, dude. And I'm telling you, know, there's your just, Lucas. It, it's all repeating there. The line. It's all there, yeah, like poetry. It's all there. It is poetry. Uh, I think that's quite feasible for that to happen, actually. Uh, I think it'd be really cool, and that, that's the way a Sith would operate. He'd be walking around with a shattered crystal saber, being like, fuck it, I don't care. That, that, that crystal could explode. Pretty badass. Moment. All right, the yeah. stupidest comment I've heard on it is people complaining it looks too much like the old stuff. <laughs> wow. It's like, really? Wow. That is so, it yeah. was so refreshing. You mean more, me, more realistic? <laughs> Did it not just feel so good to just watch it and be like, oh, sparseness. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can look at this. This is like a painting. I can take it in for a moment. Yeah. Oh, one character. You're getting to look at their face and watch what they're... Go- oh, there's some there's something going on inside that character's mind. That's not just, I want to fuck Padme. <laughs> oh, boy, do I want to get in that. Boo, boo, boo. Because <laughs> guess oh, yeah, what, exactly. dummy? So does everyone in the galaxy. I will say it's an amazingly effective <laughs> trailer because I was going to watch the goddamn Star Wars movies anyways because I have to. But now I'm really excited about you know. Ooh, well, I know JJ next year now. was talking about wanting to use more practical effects on set, and instead of like trying to CG it later. But um, even the stuff that was clearly CG in the trailer looked more realistic than the CG that was in the the last three films. Well, sure, it's come yeah. a long way since. So, so yeah, it makes sense. So um, yeah, I you know I think it won't be. That was the th- for me the thing with those the the last three films the prequels was that the CG almost detracted from I mean it looked very artistic and stuff but it almost detracted well, from everybody was separated from it because they didn't act with anything right yeah a bunch of robots with no emotions and none of it mattered yeah all the CG and then there was, was C three PO and R two hello boy oh boy yeah. some of the best stuff is where they're combining the two though they got practical stuff there and they enhance yeah. up the CG yeah. sure yeah. I'm yeah. I'm excited for it. I was already so excited for it. I went ahead and watched it even because oh I, I, I was trying. I was like, can I? I thought about it for a minute too, I, and I was I? like, no, fuck it. And I was like, you know what? All this is every every day there was something else, and mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to avoid it. It's only 88 seconds. It's not bad. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all the marketing, all sure. that's going to be happening oh, in the yeah. next year. You're not gonna year. miss a lick of it. I'm not gonna be able to to no. avoid it all. And. It is a geek nerd thing to overanalyze right into the motherfucking right. ground. And I mean, so let's, let's remember, it. we saw episode one. I, I know I saw it seven times in the theater. Yes. Four of those times within the first two days. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not like I'm not just going to osmose the goddamn thing again when it comes out. Sure. Right. So. Right. And and also parse your excitement because we were really excited about the trailer for episode one. Yeah, we were. Because yeah. it was an exciting moment. There it is, all the Star Wars. And that was it. That was the. That so was I'm having some deja too. vu with it. That this. was a good one. Yeah, it could be suck. You never know. But, but I have. I'm very cop, uh, cautiously uh, optimistic. It looks no, better. No, no, no. Yeah. I even like the way he redesigned his stormtrooper helmets. And this is from mm-hmm. Stormtrooper Fiend. That was. Slick. I still prefer the classic design. Always will. But. Yeah. I, I was I was watching a whole thread where people were talking about how the how the uh, the new radar dish. I'm like, the what? 
Like the radar dish is different on a Millennium Falcon because well, yeah. it was knocked off. Because it was knocked off. Yeah. Well, well, not only that, but he upgraded to uh, you know uh, Dish Network. Oh, there, <laughs> you go. there you go. He gets NFL. Well, now. it's so cheap. Well, the shit of it is though, he Correct. has to be on the south side of Alderaan to get any fucking signal. <laughs> yeah, really. But it's so much better than cable because you know. Yeah, you're right. Ditch cable. You get short leashed by that when you're in a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> but you know what it was missing. Stars. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Plinkett's review is awesome. Did you see uh, on there as well on Red Letter Media? You got to put up a link to it. Plinkett's review is great. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, fuck. What is his name? Right, Rich have- Evans. Rich Evans' reaction? <laughs> I haven't watched No, that, I have not seen this. I just saw that. that oh, there. after this. That's what we're watching. Oh, I got the it. Rich Evans' reaction. It, it is so good. As always, Plinkett's <laughs> review was uh, was ten times longer than the actual thing he was reviewing. Yeah, he's so good. Though. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. Well, that, specifically, that whole crew, man, specifically the trailer. It, I I liked that it was exactly what it was supposed to be. It's a teaser, didn't reveal anything, and it's that's why I keep telling people, I'm like, just go watch it. I don't want to know anything about the film. I'm like, just watch it. Just go watch it. Yeah, this one it's gonna not going to hurt. It's just, you. Just nothing that you don't know. It's yeah. just there to get you excited and give you a nerd on. Exactly. There are stormtroopers. Exactly. There is a Millennium Falcon. You know these things. And there's a saber. Yeah. And there's a lightsaber with a guy who looks like a baddie. Go check it out. I wonder who that baddie is, though. Who do they con- who do they conjecture that the baddie is? They don't know. Who can it be now? The conjecture I the thing the the over the wall over analysis I read is this person somehow drew okay so this scavenger chick on Tatooine finds Luke's old lightsaber and brings it to Chewbacca and Han Solo who are like oh my god Luke's been missing for 30 years he must be on Tatooine and we go there and they find Luke and Luke says you know the Sith Inquisitors they were the ones who hunted down the Jedi and they're still out there and we must find them and I and then I watch the teaser and I'm like where the fuck did this person <laughs> yeah, no, get this I know, shit right? That's from. crazy. No, I, I think that but, could be Luke. I think it'd be great if that's Luke. Mm, well, if, if Luke is the bad guy, that'd yeah. be, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be great if <laughs> that's then, Luke? Then, then a lot of the, the, forest? A lot of the expanded universe people will uh, will cheer because that actually was... Uh, yeah, that's how it goes down. Yeah. And yeah. then his... Well, more to the point, his son goes bananas. Uh, oh, his son goes really banana, but he, like ben he, is fine. Yeah. yeah but dark the empire. One? Is that the, uh, storyline? His son, uh, Ben is the younger one. Who's cool. Is it dark, a gets, dark saber? I, I forget dark, which one it was. But, DC's dark. The but young there, Jedi there, one is the one is the series. Yeah. That's, that, that's the one where he's like truly bad and continues. Yeah. yeah and that's becomes a, uh, that's the kid. Darth but, Caduceus. But, but Caduceus, also, what's his, what's oh, he called? himself? Caduceus. But Darth Luke, Luke also briefly goes dark. Yes, and he does. Leia yeah. brings him back, and but yeah, that's that was a flirting he, yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Mara Jade flirting with his sister again. But there's not going to be any Mara Jade anymore. No. <laughs> anyway, after weeks of rumor, DC Entertainment Film Production has locked down the official cast of Suicide Squad. Ooh. The movie is based on the DC comic, uh, the story of which centers on a team of supervillains who are given a chance at redemption by the government. The catch, their mission will probably kill them all, unquote. Here is who is who. Jared Leto, as we discussed before, is the Joker. Will Smith will be Deadshot. Tom Hardy will be Rick Flagg. Margot Robbie will be Harley Quinn. Uh, Jai Courtney will be Boomerang. And Cara Delevingne will be Enchantress. I looked at that casting. I really wished they would flip flop who they got for Enchantress and Harley Quinn. 
Yeah. I think the Enchantress gal looks way more like my version, my vision of how okay, hard the, the Enchantress I'm picturing is the one from Marvel. Who's the Enchantress in DC? I have no idea. I remember it being Killer Frost as one of the members. Well, they switch them out every... Yeah. yeah. It's a suicide squad, so you know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. According to the report, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is still in talks to play Lex Luthor in the movie. He will make his first appearance as this character in Batman v Superman. Uh, the filmmakers are still looking to cast someone in the role of Amanda Waller. Oh, man, they've got to get CCH Pounder. Well, yeah. Oh. The character who oversees the team, and yeah, they're that gonna would be go, perfect. They're going to go. She, was, she is it in the in the animated series. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, the They're going to go with the, the sexy, slim version they in the comics, will. aren't they? Man, get CCH Pounder in there. She's I know. Badass. I know. Yeah. That She's is, perfect she Waller. Would, she was awesome. Fuck, she, fuck she had ass. That, she had that Shit boy. on you. If they don't cast CCH Pounder, fuck you, DC, forever. Who's Amanda Waller? No, CCH Pounder. Pounder is the gal from the Shield. Most recently, her big thing. Uh, she, she voiced Amanda Waller on the uh, Justice League Unlimited she's had series. Quite the career. Okay, quite she's the career. A, she's uh, a, if she was I on remember the right, you said she was in RoboCop two, or is yeah, it three? three? Three, three. I didn't see. I didn't see three yet. I fell asleep for three. What about, well, what about the woman who plays Precious? Can we get her? Whom? The woman who plays Precious. Joe whom? <laughs> <laughs> well, CCH Pounder's got the new oh, that, no, CBS no. series. <laughs> oh, what's her name? She'd be okay. She'd be fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she'd be fine as Amanda Waller. I think Walder, Waller needs to be older. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree. Okay, I think CCH sure. Pounder would have the gravitas that's necessary oh, yeah, exactly. to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. If she just... In fact, now I can't think of anybody else. I said if she was just her character from The Shield, it'd be fine. Yep. Too bad you know, her character from The Shield with a little more... Uh, Duplicitousness, as her character from the Shield was a very good person. Yeah. Oh well. I gave, like, she was well, there really, you go. There's the change up. That's just it. I mean, her character was uh, in the Shield was basically the moral high ground of everybody, and and uh, and nobody could, you know, she was the impeachable voice of reason, even when she was watching Vic get results and empathizing with his ne'er do well ways. She still was like, God damn it, this is not right. I, I see. I see you getting results, but this is not right. It's too bad Michael Clark Duncan is dead. It is too bad. Yeah. He would be a terrible Amanda Waller. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and, and watching Andy struggle to get yeah, that no. line in, it's just it's it's just, it was a throwaway line. It's like it's like the beginnings of bad sex. Is it in yet? Is it in yet? Is it, and then when finally he's in, it's like, you are you in yet? Night. Are you in yet? <laughs> The ant and the elephant. <laughs> Take it, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so bad. So bad. <laughs> the AMC Walking Dead spinoff series will be called Cobalt. Cobalt will center around two characters, Sean Cabrera, who is a divorced teacher, and Nancy Tompkins, oh, who is a... Oh, it has to be like Nancy Baltling. Who is... <laughs> what are they missing the ball here? Cobalt, God. <laughs> She's the guy counselor and Nancy Baltling. <laughs> Cobalt. <laughs> Together we form Cobalt, the Voltron v- zombie fighter. Zombie? <laughs> zombie fighters. We fight zombies. Where we fight them. We fight them where we find them. 
wherever they may be. Zombies can be anywhere, and we will find them, and we will bite them. <laughs> before they bite us. <laughs> we fight them, and How we bite them. I am the top half. I am the left half. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. Ah, we're falling. Ah, <laughs> God damn it. You got to be the bottom half. We I continue like to go half. in a circle. <laughs> I like the left. We just keep going in a circle like a rowboat, paddling on one side. Yep. No, it's not. A, they're oh. not good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not an effective team. Oh. Get your Voltron on my GoBot. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Delane, who uh, Harry Potter fans will remember at, from Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince as teenage Tom Riddle, has been And cast. as also as Coach K's uh, award-winning defense plays. Come on, boys. <laughs> Frank Delane. <laughs> <laughs> Frank? So what? They're like, we're going to delay on this one, guys. Just letting you know beforehand. Yeah, Frank Delane. <laughs> get get down there. Run that ball. Frank Delane. We're going to let you finish this play. <laughs> He's been cast to play lead character Nancy's drug-addicted son. Oh, Nick. poor guy. Now, now, see? No. Nope. Nope. Okay, oh. keep going, but right. dumb. But, Paul, uh, they're not just fighting zombies. They're struggling to overcome their personal problems. That right. gives them arc. Yeah. Which there's clearly going to be drugs available in zombie like just like there's new cars every year. The the few little holes in that show and knows that that's one of them right there. If you're going to tell me somebody's out there making zombie meth, get out of town. Really going to come up on Brian Cranston in the middle of the woods? I'm hiding here. Well, you just break into a CVS, you take all of the Zyrtec D, and then you cook it, and boom. Yeah, that's your priority. I guess it would be your priority if you're a drug addict, but. I guess, but that's but that's done. <laughs> They're struggling with their personal problems. But it's you done, see, dude. They're not. There's no more of that shit being made. It's gone. But wow. that's the arc. You are really, you are really just a Debbie Downer for the addicts <laughs> in, in the zombie apocalypse. This just goes right to he my whole. Is I am addict. one of the yeah. addicts. Exactly. I I understand these guys' plight. I empathize. But if you can't get a cheeseburger, <laughs> how the fuck are you gonna get meth? Dude, look it up on the internet. It's not really that hard. Oh, you think oh, the internet's shit. gonna be running? What have we been doing all this time, guys? <laughs> we get together every week in a, in a secluded We're area. We're in the wrong business. Right. What are we doing? We're so dumb. <laughs> we should be making illegal money. Zombies can't smell you cooking the meth. Maybe that's it. Maybe it works as a cloak. That meth yeah. smell cloaks oh. out the zombie's smell. And then the zombies Just like when Michonne, Michonne took the zombies you with her. You know what? I would watch that show where you had to take drugs to keep away from the zombies. If they, if they gave away the zombies at bay. Don't, there you don't go. Sell, Andy you just, just gave it a green light. He, well, he just sold himself out there. You just lost a whole fucking script. That's <laughs> people. Yeah. If yeah, Fact dude. check Andy is now sell out Andy. Shockers. Well, it's no, got to no. be, be something where you got to be high. If you're high, the zombies won't fuck with you. What would that be called? Weed survivor. Stoned alive. <laughs> Death stench. That's too similar Death to the, the plot stench. of All right, World Yo, man, War, you the, got the any movie stench? version of World War Z. Like if you were oh, sick. I didn't watch fucking World War Z. It, well, you didn't if miss you were, much. I heard. If, if you, you were sick, if you were didn't sick mess with you? or if you had some kind of a health yeah. problem, they ignored you. So well, if you're, they if don't you're a drug eat. addict, you'd have health problems. Yeah, they so. want to eat organic. They don't want free range people. But the drug addict's a little bit different. You don't eat grade C beef. So what do we got? We got some different words for uh, for, for, for drugs. What do we got? 
Some slang, I say, I some say, slang for I drugs to come up with a title for this. Yo, man, you got some stench. Stench. Some, like some crunk. Right. Take some stench and the zombies, they stay away from you. All right. So what is it? Stench of zombies? The stench of death? Yeah. The stank of death? Stank. Stank. <gasps> stank. Stank, is the, stank is the crack to stench's cocaine. <laughs> Yo, man, don't take too much stank. It, this ain't stench, all right? All right. That kind of works. <laughs> stank, get your stank. I don't think this is get the, your stank. I don't on. think this is the show they're making, but it's a show I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. We have one viewer. So Definitely. these, yes, yeah, so these guys. Their whole thing. They have to stay high to live in I, the zombie world. I could accept that for a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably all it could last. Producer yeah. Todd's like, drugs. I see twelve episodes of this. Yeah. So he's British. Oh, some, a play on Bong. James Bong. James <laughs> Bong! <laughs> no, another... Something, okay, that something was in else. a movie somewhere. The guy named his Bong James Bong. I uh-huh. swear to God. What else we got? Other things. Other drug slang for a zombie movie where you have to stay high to survive the zombie attacks. Take some shambles, man. Shambles? Shambles. So they call the drugs... Zombie moves. <laughs> I got some of that rot. Well, it's part of it. Some it ha- it makes you rot. kind of move that way, so some they don't that, see you that some way. Some of that crotch rot. <laughs> you want the quick pills or the slow pills? Oh, yeah, no, slow <laughs> pills. That's the Romeros. Don't give me any of those other. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me there those you go. Twenty-eight pills later. You I like call Romeros. the pills the Romeros. Yeah. 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 Getting high on Romeros. Yeah. All right. But especially if it takes zo- it's hard to find those critical especially spots. if zombie is one of the ingredients of the drug <gasps> they have oh, to grind yeah. up zombie to put it into the drug well of course because that's you get it in your system then it comes it, out of your pores right. they smell it they avoid you and they leave you alone because it's stank okay, okay. stank right. it is or if the the, the drug gives you kind of like splotches and stuff on your skin you could call them nicoteros Okay, we've clearly spitballed a better show. All right, that one, that one, that it was deeper. better in my head. That one's deeper, <laughs> dude. You Nic- just described the joke most was of the better in couch my brain. show episode. Nicotero, <laughs> got a Nicotero patch. The only couch show. It was better in our head. Yeah. It sounded better in our head. It really did. Oh, we really thought this was a winner. <laughs> That's another T-shirt, though. I yes, swear, nice. it sounded better in my head. HBO has given a formal series pickup to a new drama pilot. It's an untitled rock and roll project from Martin Scorsese, Mick Jagger, and Terrence Winter. The long gestating drama created by Winter has been in the works at HBO since 2010. (laughs) I love that you're getting giggles already. (laughs) The project gained momentum last year when Boardwalk Empire standout Bobby Cannavale, was that how you say it? Cannavale. 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 Cannavale was cast as the lead. With Boardwalk Empire over, Winter is set to serve as showrunner on the rock and roll series. Scorsese directed the pilot just as he did with the pilot for Boardwalk Empire. The untitled hour-long drama is set in the 1970s New York. I was going to say, did they set this in the 70s? They did. If they didn't, it's Dinosaurs of Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when concerts, when you could have concerts for like $10 or like $8? And that was expensive. And now they charge like $90. Remember that? Remember when... I love a whole hour of this. You have like, you know, (laughs) you play your guitar all night and people be like, that was great. And now they're like, hey, 
Why don't you just have a guy with a laptop do it? Remember? Remember how it Remember? was? <laughs> Remember how it was when we was rock stars? Remember that? I really don't. No, you wouldn't. You were you were on you were on stank the whole time. <laughs> what do you mean was? Oh, you're still on stank. Oh, that explains your your your, your splotchy skin. You got what is it? What Nicoteros. is it? You got Nicoteros all over you. I should have known. We we gotta get a makeup lady in here to cover your Nicoteros. You look like a damn golf course. Oi la la, look at your skin. You want to check out the back nine? What? Whoa. <laughs> oh, Wait man. a minute. When We're, did this become Peter on. Pan? We're still just in the pilot. We're going to do gay sex in the pilot? All right. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's jumping too far ahead. All right, all right. We'll save that. That's the finale. That, Se- no, well, se- three, three episodes. Mid- three episodes. Mid-season cliffhanger. Mid-season cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> if you know That's what I mean. cliffhanger. <laughs> No, no, no. You get you get those cliffhangers cleared out of there before I go exploring. <laughs> <laughs> if I open wow. up your treasure cave and I find a cliffhanger, it's a d- it's over. I walk I walk on that deal. I hold I hold my my right to walk. I have never seen the Stallone movie. It's kind of been in my list of things I want to see eventually. And now I think I can. What movie? It's cliffhanger. I don't think I could watch that now. I don't. I don't it's no matter how good the movie is, I'm gonna be giggling the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to open that crack, and if I see something poking out, it's done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not doing it. Just to let you know, Andy, it's an awful movie. I yeah, don't no, think I there's know. really anything else that could ruin I it. I really <laughs> liked Cliffhanger. You I, did? I did. I especially liked the first eight minutes. Really? Yeah. The first eight minutes are first amazing. First eight minutes are amazing. And when you see all the special uh, stuff about how they did those effects, it's all practical, could-die-easily effects. Oh, wow. It's fucking cool, man. I like that movie a lot. It's Lithgow to... Turned up to twelve, ha. but it's got some. It, it's ridiculous. See, that, that's, that's it's ridiculous. Lithgow. I don't think it's bad. And then it's got what's his name, of course, from Walking Dead and all those other great things uh, from Mallrats. Um, who's the guy? Uh, oh shoot, <laughs> Merle. Yeah, the guy who plays Merle. Guy who plays Merle. Uh, the guy who was oh, in Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Rook. Oh, T.J. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. T.J. Rooker. T.J. Rooker. <laughs> and Heather Locklear. That's where I was Is that the Japanese it. version? Uh, oh! T.J. Rooker. <laughs> wow, have a drink, and it wasn't even Paul. <laughs> oh, you take two when it's Dodge it, Rooker. Oh, <laughs> you very, know what? It isn't Paul with the race. It's not you. <laughs> Wait, no, it's Jeff. Yeah, I know. I like how you jump on blaming me because, you know, I've been in on all these episodes doing this. I know. You're trouble, man. (laughs) So the show set in 1970s, New York explores the drug and sex-fueled music business as punk and disco were breaking out. Oh, yeah. All through the eyes of a record executive trying to resurrect his label and find the next new sound. It also stars Olivia Wilde, Ray Romano, and Juno Temple. <laughs> and it comes right back around. <laughs> Life Whoa. is a herald. Life is a herald. Uh, hey, who's, who's the herald? Huh? Life is a herald. Life is a herald. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no. The only way I can get this record deal done is if I sleep with this guy. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do it. I'm pretty sure there's a cliffhanger. All right, go ahead and do it. It's the 70s. You can do it. Oh, it's a crackly, it's a crackly outcropping of corn. <laughs> Just get him to clean off the cliffhangers. You'll be all right. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Ray, think of the label. You want to save the label. You're right. You're right. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> 
Come on over here, you sweet cakes. Let's make some magic. Spread them cheeks. I'm down for the clown. Wait, no. I didn't mean me. What the hell are you doing? I'm practicing. I'm not going to go in blind. Are you kidding? You got to let me get, get a, few, a, few, a few putts in before I really go for the hole. You a fool? Oh, my God. You're going to have to shave. It's like the Sarlacc grew a beard. Please fix this. This is terrible. I can't negotiate this. I can't even see. I got a flashlight pointed directly at your asshole. I can't see anything. It's a goddamn black pit of Calcutta. Black hole, man. Black hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to throw my dick down there and see what happens. It's like a wishing well, but way more dangerous. <laughs> oh, hell. Hit one of the goonies. Oh, well, I got it back out. I didn't really feel anything. What the hell? Oh, no. Here's your wish back. Yeah. Well, my wish didn't come true. I fucked you in the butt. Oh. I went through with it. Wasn't a thrill for me. It was, oh. Yeah, it gave me a gray hair. It's my hair. Oh, no. Oh, it's in my throat. How's, what? After proposing a proposed trilogy of films in development hell back in 2008. Where's Olivia Wilde? <laughs> Way better. She's a Herald of Galactus. She what? She's a Herald of Galactus. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Is she really? That'd be great. She's making babies with your buddy uh, Sudeikis That's right. there. She's making Sudeikis babies. That's great. It, if that was a basketball game, Andy shoots the setup. To assist Paul for the dunk, and Paul takes the ball and throws it back to Andy and goes, <laughs> "Try again." <laughs> I don't. I the alley oop return. I don't understand what you're talking about. She's the Harold of Galactus. <laughs> At some point, you said Harold Miller there, and that brought me. Oh, Harold, of yeah, yeah. I, that's the improv term. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I totally broke the improv rule. I should have just said yes. <laughs> sure, she's the Harold of Galactus. Yeah, it's a Marvel crossover movie now. Always comes around. She's the Silver Surfer. Uh, oh, who else? Who else was the Herald of Galactus? Frankie Ray. What? Yep. And the Cosmos? Uh, uh, sure. I had them signed for a year. Frankie Ray and the Carex, Cosmos. the Untamable. What? Yeah. Well, send him to my bedroom. We'll fix that. <laughs> what was Frankie Ray's superhero name or superhero? She was another name? form of Nova. <laughs> Nova, okay. She was, she was a fire chick, dated Johnny. Who else? Was it Terax the Untamable? Yep. You just said that. Terax was recently in something. Yeah, yeah. What did he come back. back for? He was in Ray Romano's ass. <laughs> I just read Whoa. him. No, no, I just read some yeah. Terax stuff. No, he's a... Uh, he's a... Uh, some evil overlord type. Uh, I don't know if he's in Negative Zone or what, but okay. he's around. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Great. Rainmaker Entertainment has Rainmaker. announced plans... Rainmaker... For Rainmaker. A, for a new reboot sequel. Oh, you can't make me again. They broke a mold. <laughs> reboot sequel series dubbed Reboot the Guardian Code. This is the, oh, the reboot, reboot 90s. Show. Yeah. 
Like the CGI. Yep. Mm-hmm. The show had a bit of a Tron vibe and was set inside a 3D world housed in a mainframe computer. A bit of a, tr- a, bit of a Tron vibe. A bit. Just a little bit of Tron. <laughs> you know, all the characters live inside a computer world. Uh, they're fighting one of the big computer overlords. It, it just, it just sm- uh, it smells a little like Tron. <laughs> now, now do it as Woody Allen. Just hints of Tron. Yeah, exactly. Ha, 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 ha. Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> the original series was developed in Canada and debuted in 1994, ran for 48 episodes, and was picked up in the U.S. and ran as part of ABC's Kids Programming Block before it was dropped from the schedule. No word on exactly what the series' plot will revolve around, but some reports say the original characters from the 90s series will play a major role. Other reports say it'll be dealing with mostly new characters, so take it with a grain of salt. They had a a quote-unquote 4D ride at uh, Adventure Dome with the reboot characters. Did they? That I can't remember what the name of it was. I never saw a single episode of it, so I don't know anything about Reboot. I know some people I, love it. I saw a couple episodes. It wasn't, I, it just wasn't my thing, but I know a lot of people I grew up with that just absolutely loved it. I know what it looks like from catching it on, walk, on walking by a TV that's on. That's I never thought it looked like the Avatar people. Kind of, yeah. They're blue. I confused that for a while with, was it Lazy Town with the weird plastic costume Man, people? Lazy Town is <laughs> the weirdest goddamn bizarre. show. <laughs> if you haven't seen, first of all, if you have seen Lazy Town, you know how fucking crazy it is. If you haven't seen Lazy Town, watch a few minutes of Lazy Town online and then watch the, <laughs> the mashup. The mashup of Little John <laughs> and Bake a Tasty Cake. It's Busy Town. Wow. Lazy Town. Have you seen that? I haven't. All right. We got two things on our playlist after it's this. It's beautiful. Isn't it a that piece of cake it, to make a pretty cake? Isn't that. Uh, if that was Lazy Town, the, yeah. the cake? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I remember you showed us that video and it was it is ah. amazing isn't that you are a pirate song from them too i think so yeah from lazy you Duncan. are a pirate that's the one yeah yeah because i've heard that covered by like you know flogging molly or somebody this week's episode of south park will feature the most popular youtube let's play personality on the planet pewdiepie really uh, while it wasn't emphatically stated by PewDiePie, it's assumed that this week's episode will lampoon either Let's Play video makers or internet culture in general. I really hope it's Let's Play. That's so ripe for South Park. But PewDiePie will be in South Park. Actual PewDiePie. Yeah, so nice. when this episode hits, it'll be two nights. Because what, Wednesday night's when South yep. Park hits? So. New, new South Park's on Wednesday, yep. So catch that one. That should be pretty the, fun. The boy has done some now. I haven't seen him yet, but the, apparently there's some uh, Duncan has put some uh, Let's Plays out there. Oh, has he? Yeah. I'll, I'll send a link once he, once I can figure out where they are. All right. Which, just while we're on South Park real quick, there's a documentary online. Uh, I believe it's on Netflix, too. Uh, it's like Five Days to Air. It's the South Park documentary. It's really fascinating how fast they get an episode out. Yeah. Yeah, that allows them to be really topical for a, for a episodic show, which is amazing. Well, they tend to be. They, they are not afraid to dive into awesome. Because let's play, even though it's niche, it's kind of really a huge niche. A lot yeah, of people yeah. watch it, especially the young folk. I watch all the time. That's what you I, watch. That's I, all you watch. That's all I do. I don't yeah. play games anymore. I watch them. <laughs> I'm mostly watching Alex Valle and his crew doing Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I imagine with Twitch, that's what they're going to hit. I hope so. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. There's some crazy fucks out there on there, though. I watch some of the shit. And I'm just like, you are just opening a channel just to talk shit to people. Oh, yeah. All you want to do is sit around and talk shit to people on your chat. <laughs> Oh, stop talking shit. You're banned. How about that? Really? Yeah. It's just so dumb. I was like, why are you... What are you ugh. You're banned. How about that? There's a pretty gross 
subculture in there it's too. It's just a power yeah. play thing. I just can't even imagine communicating with half those people. There's like three of them that are worth talking to. <laughs> For fans of Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, the Good Omens radio drama has a release date of December 22nd. Yes. It will air at 11 p.m. GMT from December 22nd to December 27th on BBC Radio 4. The acclaimed 1990 novel offers a humorous take on the apocalypse involving angels, demons, and the Antichrist. Uh, Pratchett and Gaiman are confirmed to cameo in the production. One of my favorite pieces from that is the, the world's going to end, and somebody decides, oh, the world's going to end. I've got to do stuff I like while I can. So he takes a nap. I'm like, yep. That sounds very Pratchett, yeah. Gaiman. Uh, Sony Pictures Entertainment has been under a cyber attack since last week. The hackers made good on their threats over the weekend by releasing several full-length files of Sony movies, some of which that have yet to been rele- be released in theaters. On the relatively bright side for Sony, relatively, Fury is seeing the most widespread piracy so far, and it's been because it's been in theaters for about two months. Among the other titles leaked were the Annie remake, Mr. Turner, Still Alice, and To Write Love on Her Arms, all releasing later this month, except on her arms. Uh, Variety notes that Sony is hoping the other titles won't see nearly as much as Fury's 1.2 million downloads because other films probably won't skew toward the illegal download crowd. Uh, They reported that Annie was only up to 184,000. Others were below 100,000 downloads. What does that say about the hope for your movie? Was the the last movie, the last title, was it To Write Love on Her Arms or was that two different To Write Love on Her Arms is Is the the name name of of a movie. Huh, okay. I, I imagine Sony's Searchlight like Entertainment. Two left feet. Or Sony's picture, Sony Picture Classics. Sony has been facing threats from the Guardians of Peace hacker group uh, with names of files that they'd release unless their demands were met, though demands themselves aren't public knowledge. It seems like they weren't bluffing. There's uh, st- also no news on who's really behind the attack, and Sony has reportedly brought in federal law enforcement to investigate. Meanwhile, Recode has reported that the attack may be linked to the upcoming Sony film The Interview and could be part of North Korea's promised resolute and merciless response to that movie. I was going to oh. say, that I, I hadn't read that part yet, but uh, the F- FBI cybercrimes public you know, I heard official. someone on NPR today dismissing that connection. Yeah. But I don't know that that's... But yeah, they said that they thought it was North Korean hackers. Those hackers better watch themselves. They conscripted, conscripted the Fiat shield. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Watch out. The 1973 stage musical show, The Rocky Horror Show, was adapted to film in 1975, and now, 40 years later, the Rocky Horror Picture Show's ill-fated film sequel, Shock Treatment, is reversing that. Richard O'Brien, who penned both films along with director Jim Sharman, is converting Shock Treatment into a stage musical that will run in London from April 17th to May 9th of next year. The film, though it does feature Brad and Janet, has little in common with Rocky Horror, centering instead on a, around a game show that commits contestants to an insane asylum. O'Brien calls it not a sequel, but an equal. Though it <laughs> takes place chronologically after the events of Rocky Horror, it's not a direct follow-up. Uh, Shock Treatment fared horribly at the box office and never gained a widespread theatrical release, and until the DVD re-release in 2006, it was almost impossible to get a hold of and to watch. 
And now O'Brien believes he can have another chance at life, claiming, quote, shock treatment has been waiting patiently in the wings for a stage premiere since the film was released in 1981. I have not seen that one, but the complaints I've heard people did is that there was a lot of stopping and pausing for people to say shit. He was like trying to write it around it being another midnight movie. So they'd say a line and it'd be like an obvious pause waiting for somebody on the audience to yell out a line. You know, I, I never got that impression from it. I like shock treatment, but it's definitely the inferior of the two. It's got some good tracks to it, but the story is just bizarre. But what's really interesting about it is it is very prescient to today's entertainment. The game show is a very reality show kind of show. Entertainment. Uh, people's pain as entertainment. Or uh, Brad and Janet, the same Brad and Janet. Two different actors. Yeah. And in fact, the actor that plays Brad also plays the villain in it. So it's, yeah. Weird. Crazy. But it, it actually works. The, he's a pretty good actor because it took me oh, a while to catch good. on. I like him. But, uh, you know, Mike Myers did that too. Did what? <laughs> Played the villain. Oh, yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I think Shock Chief works where got fine the as idea. a stage musical. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that, actually. There's no Hogwarts. But there is LARPing. Yes, there and is. And more importantly, the Zatcha College of Wizardry in Poland. Here's a rundown from their site. Fera Zatcha? Zatcha College of Wiz- Boy, <laughs> Witchcraft and Wizardry. Everyone knows of the famous Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry where students study magic for seven years. It's a little less well known that when wizards have passed their newts at the end of the seventh year, some of them go to study at even higher schools of magic, the magical oh, colleges. Pass their newts. Pass their mm. newts. Uh, one of these is the, Chats- the Zacha yeah. College of Witchcraft <laughs> and Wizardry, stone. which lies hidden in the forests of Poland. Here, the students <laughs> undergo a further three years of training where they finally take their spells, Senior Protective Enchanter Lifelong License. At this college, many young girls and boys are turned into men and women ready for life of witchcraft and wizardry that they are destined for. That is from their website. Live action role playing is, of course, when people create characters then physically act out what their characters would do in a group setting. This one just happens to take place in a real castle. In addition to individually created personas, there are actors who play other established characters the LARPers can interact with to further the story. In the Harry Potter LARP setting, these characters are professors and creatures that live in the castle and on the grounds like house elves. The professors and janitors are played as well. Uh, pay, uh, based on some of the photos uh, from the site, students will be able to interact with school ghosts, wander through the woods, meeting all kinds of different magical creatures and fighting dementors. Sessions run twice in April 15th, first from the 9th to the 12th, and again from the 16th to the 19th. Uh, starting December 1st, as is yesterday when we're recording, you can sign up, but you might want to be quick about it. There's only 114 slots available. 280 euros gets you lodging and grub, along with a wizard's robe, a study book, and a tie in your house color. The whole thing kicks off in Poland in April. It's They've created a whole video for it, and it's so hard to describe, but it's really impressive. Look. <laughs> wow. It, it, yeah, I, I, I haven't watched a video. I saw a still from it. I saw a picture with the article attached. I'm like, looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the picture looked good. They put a lot behind this. Yeah. I th- be a good fun. Just to stay in the castle sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. If you're looking for some good old-fashioned British-made BDSM porn. It and looks, who isn't? <clears throat> it looks like you'll soon be out of luck. 
The UK has banned a handful of sex acts from porn videos made in the UK, most of which are BDSM related. In the Audiovisual Media <laughs> Services wait, Regulations wait. 2014, in amendments of the 2003 Communications Act, all video on demand must conform to a new set of standards and must not contain any, quote, specially restricted, or, or R18, materials, unless they make sure absolutely no one under 18 can see it or hear it or contain any material that might impair the now physical, mental, that? or moral development of persons under the age of 18. As Frankie Mullen at Vice puts it, that means that the British porno- pornography producers will no longer be able to offer content online that they couldn't be bought in a sex shop. Uh, specifically restricted materials includes you cannot have in your movies spanking, caning, aggressive whipping, penetration by any object associated with violence, physical or verbal abuse regardless What? Of- You're going to take away my sword porn? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, Paul. Physical or verbal abuse regardless if it is consensual. Uh, water sports, no. female ejaculation, no. strangulation, no. face sitting, and no. fisting. Paul is sitting here losing his mind, people. <laughs> you can't do that. Don't restrict nothing. There, there, there are already people who are screaming about the restriction of female ejaculation. Why but, would they? But yeah. no restriction of bukkake. Right. The f- no, what the fuck? Facials. Why would they possibly restrict female ejaculation? Man, you know what? That's probably this whole law was just to get around, get get past female ejaculation. You know what? Fuck these prudes. Fuck them. No. Fix this shit. This is garbage. Consenting adults can do what consenting adults want to do. I understand there is a darker side to all of this stuff. But there's a darker side to everything. There's a darker side to the hamburger you eat. You want to get real metaphysical on it. But You've God damn got it. to stop fucking your hamburgers. I do not. <laughs> but he watches I'm the an American. people fucking hamburgers. I can fuck my hamburger if I want to. I can fuck my hamburger... Let a woman ejaculate on it, and then Maybe tie it up. A cheeseburger. Jesus, I eat it. Come close and to making me a vegetarian. Then, and then sell that on for, for a profit online. Right. There's yeah. a market for that shit. There is. 280 euros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah, censorship in any Actually, w- in any way. Now the thing I read, um, Todd, is that mm-hmm. it's 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 a bill that's actually out there to be voted on. Has this actually been passed? Let's see. It's an amendment, but I don't see anything yeah, about it's whether a, it's gone a proposed or not. amendment. That's that's the last thing I read on it. So, so still, it, it isn't out there yet. You Brits can still watch uh, you know, uh, your uh, your golf club porn or whatever the hell. You better it is. hurry. You better. That's hurry. the Scots. Oh yeah. <laughs> Penguin Random House sheep. is starting a social media campaign to raise awareness for giving books as gifts this holiday season. The publisher is committing to donating one book to save the children, a children's rights organization, every time someone uses the hashtag give a book on Facebook or Twitter. The campaign runs from November 29th to December 24th, and the publisher will donate up to 25,000 books. The campaign was started by Penguin Random House employees, and they hope to turn this into an annual event. The campaign also has a video component where people pick a book to give to a friend and make a video explaining why they chose that particular book. Authors like George R.R. Martin, Lev Grossman, even Mike Tyson have already made videos for the campaign, and that can be seen on the Give a Book YouTube channel. So if you hashtag give a book, they will give a book. It's a great idea, but my my inner cynic wants to point out that the campaign was started by the employees Mm -hmm. because, you know, technically the marketing guys are employees. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. It's a great marketing campaign, but I don't, I don't believe it came out organically from the employees going, hey, no be a good idea. 
I fully agree with you yeah. on okay. both counts. So I yeah. think it's a good campaign. Yeah, I do too. Because it doesn't cost you anything to hashtag that. And finally, Pizza Hut has revealed a new menu. Get your dick off that pizza. Which determines what customers you want. You put almost anything on it. Have you heard the crazy shit on this thing? Yeah. Have you heard about this menu? Which determines what customers want on their pizza by detecting eye movements in their retina. What? Hold on now. Hold this on. This is not yeah. what Paul, no. <laughs> Paul was talking about the thing you were talking about last week with the, with the six zillion kinds of pizza you can get. Ah, yeah. So that, that was a story you missed when you were out. I didn't miss it. This, this, yeah, this is. I'm gonna start over. I caught that pizza news. Pizza Hut has revealed a new <laughs> new menu, which determines what customers want on their pizza by detecting eye movements in their retina, and then automatically building a pizza based on what they looked at with their new subconscious menu. Oh, so it would Wait. be a dick pizza. Yeah, I was saying, if it's on the computer, it's gonna be. A dick <laughs> After viewing pictures of ingredients for three seconds, the retina reading technology developed by Swedish firm Toby. Uh, determines which ingredients a customer really wants on their pizza based upon the time they checked out the item, such as sausages or onions. Then it presents what it believes is the perfect pizza for that specific customer. Quote, We have quite an extensive subconscious relationship with our food, and it's certainly the case psychologically that we eat with our eyes, says Dr. Simon Moore, a consumer psychologist. We are automatically drawn to foods that give us more nutrition. It is a safety mechanism we've inherited from primitive man that still plays a role in our subconscious decision-making, even when we might be choosing pizza, unquote. If the customer isn't happy with what they are told they really want, they can reset the technology and begin again. Pizza Hut claims the technology is 98% accurate and is being tested first in selected markets with an eventual larger rollout planned. I would be so screwed over by this because I end up staring at stuff just to... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm deconstructing in my head. I'm trying to see the patterns. I'm trying to see what I'd have to take to draw and that kind of shit. And so I would just be ordering the weirdest goddamn shit. Well, that and I hope it's just off of the menu because yeah, otherwise yeah. I'm going to have a lot of boobs and butts pizzas. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like a tablet or... A, or like a screen with a built-in uh, camera, and it tracks your eye movement, and it you know it, it presents a, a series of toppings. So and is this then, at the table or at the register? Uh, I believe it's at the register from the the video that I saw of Even it. Even with that in the case, I'm going to be staring at the stuff I don't. What the hell is that? What it, what, what am I looking at? Is that a mushroom? Is it, but and then I'm going to end up with you know <laughs> okra. I don't want okra. <laughs> Who's doing every okra? day? Andy in the mirror. What the hell am I staring at? Is that a mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think bad? It's cute. You think my eyes are good enough to see that shit anymore? <laughs> what are you staring at? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And oh, thank shit. you to those who wrote emails to us. We always yeah. like to hear what you have to say and how you feel about these geeky topics that we bring up every week. Indeed. And until next week, well, first of all, Paul, you got a show tonight, right? Wednesday night? Birthday bash? Not tonight. Well, tonight. Tonight. Tomorrow. tomorrow Wednesday tomorrow. night. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, go check out the Bucket Show downtown in Las Vegas, the corner of 6th and Ogden, the Scullery, 10 p.m. It's my birthday celebration show. Should be a hoot and a holler. Uh, you're going to have a crowd there. I uh, saw um, a Facebook meetup group that's uh, going to show up. Fantastic. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll get a good turnout. We try and hype up like once a month. Really build it out and get a bunch of people out. Because it's tough to get everybody out every week. I've but. never been there when you've had, a, I mean, I've seen you have a small crowd. But I've never seen you have a full room. No, it's been, the last couple of weeks have been great. We have, we've, we're pretty steady at this point. Yeah, yeah we're lucky. I'd, I'd say 30 or 40 on the regular and uh, nice. more when we can really pack them in. Yeah, we've had some heavy houses. Hopefully, it'll be a very heavy house 
and um, we look forward to having you guys out there. Plenty of drink specials at the bar, as always. And um, come uh, get drunk a little bit and watch us be goofballs. And if you've never been early and get drunk, if you've never been to the scullery, don't be afraid to go down that weird hallway around the corner because the theater is there. (laughs) Have they put up any signs now to like kind of guide? Okay, everybody just goes and yeah, and don't 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 feel bad about asking the staff where the theater is because downtown it's a whole speakeasy thing. It would would be cool if you knew where it was. Right now, yeah, Yeah. no, it's a lot of fun. It's not like you can get lost in there. Nope. Uh, We just got some of our stuff up online as well. So if you search out, oh, on, so is my on, brother's thing on there? On is... YouTube, maybe. I gotta look for that. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think I don't. Did they record that one? Yeah, they recorded that one. Then I haven't seen that one yet. I don't think that one's up yet. Uh, but then we got a couple of other songs and things up there. Yeah. So there's some pieces. Look up Mac, Matt and Mattingly's uh, Bucket Show on YouTube. Man, I got homework tonight. And Damn of it. course, uh, watch the or listen to the Ice Cream Social as well. Sub Keep in. you in the know. Subscribe, brother. You're going to love it, brother. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. All the dicks. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Dandy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Awesome. Nice. Number numbers. Mm. So what are you staring at? You're not going to eat me, man. No. Stop looking at me. He's staring at that other giant peanut butter cup sitting there. I'm finally feeling almost myself. I Three weeks with this fucking cold. Yeah. This is a they nasty hold cold on, man. Well, yeah. n- nothing like eating a six of a half-pound peanut butter cup to clear the cold. <laughs> you right at. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and the ice cream I've been eating, yeah, what the mm. fuck? <laughs> no, I, haven't, I didn't have any ice cream. That that right there is a Paul Mattingly cleanse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been doing nothing but ice cream. I can't understand why the pounds aren't falling off. <laughs> nothing but ice cream. What did I have? Oh, I plunge. had my birthday dinner, which was like, hello. Ooh, uh, I had, uh, well, Anne took me out to the Cheesecake Factory a years ago because I love their sweet corn tamale cakes. Mm. That is that is my drug of choice. I could live on that di- dish if I had to. Uh, it's so good. Um, and then I had their uh, biscuits and gravy, which is uh, chickens and biscuits. It was okay. It wasn't, uh, yeah. It was Getting fine. the full review. It was Whoa. fine. Uh, but then... Um, no grits because you're sounding very southern right now. And no, Your no Kentucky's grits. Coming no grits. Out. And we had some some cheesecake. Of Any course. squirrel? It's too much cheesecake. Mm, uh, cheesecake. Then when uh, then yesterday, my improv guys at the uh, Improv Kingdom show. They were so nice. Um, my house team surprised me with a cake and the song and all this kind of stuff. It was a stormtrooper cake. Ooh, that nice. Came decorated. Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, it would be cool if it was a Star Wars Stormtrooper cake, but I think the Nazi thing was a little no. off the board. <laughs> <laughs>